There's no point in just doing a review and saying, let's just sit around, write some things on a bit of paper. We hand that into the principal and said, we've done a review of student leadership. We're all good. You know, we must be honest about it. This is the Student Leadership News Podcast. Hello and welcome to this episode of the Student Leadership News Podcast. My name is Ronan and co-hosting this episode, I have the amazing... Caleb is here as well. Ronan, great to be with you today. Excellent. How did you know I was going to talk about you? Because I said the word amazing. I don't want to be presumptuous. You did. You gestured. Uh, this is a special video episode, yep. which is fantastic. Yep. We love being able to, uh, to be, feel like we're interacting in that way. Yep. So, so I'm going to defend myself and say, you did point at me. Hopefully that makes me sound a little less. You got the cue. Of course you're amazing. And we certainly hope to make this an amazing episode. Um, This episode, we're going to place a special focus on the importance of reviewing the year of student leadership uh, at a school. So the year's coming to an end. That's what I was going to say. It's very exciting, actually. It's an exciting time for so many students wrapping up around the country, around the world. Um, Very important to be able to think about how the year's gone. Absolutely. So look, we hope this is special for a couple of reasons. Firstly, if you're listening just to the audio version, track down the video version. We've recorded this video version. So I'll put that up over social media, uh, look on our YouTube channel, etc. Student Leadership News website. Mm. So get a hold of the video version. Um, not necessarily to look at us, but hopefully to get a better understanding the of incredible the ideas. The incredible Ronan. Yeah. But um, look, we also think this is an exciting episode because we want it to really um, be something that's great for teachers. Absolutely. So we know students listen to our podcast uh, regularly, mm. but we really want to make sure there's something in this for teachers who work with student leaders to help them to review their year. That's right, because they're the ones who are going to stick it out probably next year with next year's student leaders. Maybe you'll have a visit from last year's school captains. I know a lot of schools like to do that. More than likely, the teachers are going to be the ones there next year working with student leaders who come around for, for 2020. Uh, so this is a very helpful tool for them going into next year with a new bunch of student leaders. Absolutely. Let's get stuck into our first segment. My favorite idea. Okay, first segment, talking about reviewing the year, and we're going to start with a my favorite idea. This is an idea um, that you and I um, are really excited to discuss, something that's really helpful um, when it comes. We're actually going to talk about our favorite way to review the year. Yeah, let me jump in first then, okay. uh, in, case, in case you were going to say the same thing. Okay, I'll, just do, in case. I'll, I'll go first and then make you do harder work. Okay, um, I think when it comes to reviewing student leadership, my favorite idea is to ask the people that you lead. Huh. Now. I mean that quite genuinely, that often leaders are thinking about reviewing the year. And so we talk about how did we go? And we're often defaulting to things like, um, did the year run smoothly? Now that's great, but leadership is more than things just running smoothly. So for a teacher that works with student leaders and for a team of leaders themselves, they actually need to ask the people they lead, the student body of the school. Mm -hmm. And that means, you know, being open to that kind of feedback and saying to them, can you fill out this survey? Can you answer some questions for us? Could you come to a meeting to give us your thoughts? Yeah. And, and asking the people you lead, what sort of influence the student leaders had um, on, on the school. And, um, you know, it takes some bravery to do that. Absolutely. But I certainly encourage people, if, if leadership is about the people that you serve, then they must, so those people you serve must be part of the review process. Yeah, absolutely. So, and there's some fantastic tools to be able to do that. I was looking at a story on the Student Leadership News website this week, actually, from Ipswich State High School. Yep. They recently put a, an online survey out. Oh, cool. Um, so they weren't necessarily just reviewing their leadership processes, but this was another application of um, software that could be really helpful. They put it out and they asked the students what they would like to see for sale in the canteen. <laughs> These were student volunteers who yep. were putting together food um, as part of, 
uh, a course they were doing at school as part of their class at school, um, prepping food and things like that. But they actually put a survey out and said, hey, what would you like to see for sale at the canteen? Really easy to do. Just put a link out. Everyone could click on it, give their feedback. And as a result, everyone's loving the canteen even more. That's cool. Yeah, definitely. So don't just sit around as a group of people and say, how did we go? Look at the people whom you're, whom, uh, go straight to the people whom you're serving, your students, get them to fill out that kind of survey and um, use that as part of review. So that's my favorite idea. Mm. Your favorite idea for reviewing? My favorite idea, what other way to review than a party, Ronan? A fun way, a celebration, put it in a positive spin, um, get together, think about the things you did. Don't just sit down. Perhaps sometimes it's tempting to get really critical, which is fantastic. You want to give each other constructive criticism, absolutely. But another way to review is to get together and celebrate what you might have achieved during the year. Great way to talk about it. Yeah, absolutely. It's a natural way of celebrating too. I was at a 21st birthday party uh, <laughs> last, last week. Okay. And my favorite part was the speeches, right? And why do I like the speeches? Because you hear stories about that person and right. that person is celebrated. So I'd say for any student leadership group, if you're having an end of year celebration, instead of just having a party for the sake of the party, mm. like make part of that the sharing of your success stories throughout the year. Like have the leaders to sit there and chat about your stories from the year, mm-hmm. humorous things that have taken place. Um, and that like has a really human side. Mm-hmm to celebrating the year. And you'll realize at the end of that, there were wonderful things that were achieved. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Maybe maybe even I've seen this idea before. They, they think of things that specific students have done throughout the year and give them some sort of really specific titled award cool. to recognize a contribution that that student what had made. What could it be? Give us an it idea. It could be um, Ronan ran the greatest sausage sizzle that, what school did you go to? Uh, Chisholm Catholic College. Chisholm Catholic College has ever seen. The, gotcha. the greatest sausage sizzler award. So you can have an award for the greatest sausage sizzler. Yep. You can have an award for the greatest fundraiser. You could have a, uh, an award for the best speech That's of right. the year from a student leader, yep. for the best act of kindness. Maybe, like all maybe sorts of stuff. spontaneous stuff as well. Maybe things that weren't planned. Maybe um, there was some sort of event you were running and music was part of it. And one of the student leaders took it upon themselves to start the dance floor. Best it dancer. It wasn't planned. You could yep. have the best dancer. Award. You could have most and, hilarious mistake of the year. Absolutely. Like, yeah. yeah. And being able to recognize those really, um, you know, almost those organic moments as well. Um, but those moments where someone in the team really did get it right. Um, and, you know, it's a team. So for someone to get it right, everyone had to work together to do that. Great way to celebrate. And even though the students might move on at the end of the year, um, if that's them graduating from the school, the teacher could like really reflect on what's taken place in that celebration. Mm. What are the stories that were shared and try and replicate those successful things Absolutely. or those uh, positive things for years to come. Great examples to look at. Yeah, good stuff. Okay, we've got our favorite ideas out of the way. Good ones. Thank you for that one, Caleb. Um, jump into our next segment. BLT, best leadership tip. All right, Ronan, best leadership tip, BLT. We love this one. Uh, and this is a really profound one. I think it's, it's really important for leaders to realize this when they're looking at any sort of review. It's one of the things that you need to keep in mind if you're going to make the effort that goes into perhaps having these kinds of conversations, putting an effort like we talked about to find out maybe from the students you're leading how they're going. And that is this best leadership tip is to be honest when reviewing. Yeah, absolutely. So being honest means like not being afraid mm. to bring out into the open some of the things that didn't go well. In, in the same way, also not just seeing review as a chance to be critical. Like we've got to be honest about the positive things as well. So there's both parts of that. There's no point in just doing a review and saying, let's just sit around, write some things on a bit of paper. We hand that into the principal and said, we've done a review of student leadership and we're all good. You know, we must be honest about it. So that sometimes means that you've got to embrace some awkward conversations. Mm. That sometimes means that we've got to be better at giving compliments. Mm-hmm. That sometimes means that we've got to like actually identify things 
that were no good and, and be honest about it, not for the sake of being negative, but for the sake of being positive in the future. Like there's, there's nothing worse than when something goes poorly and so everyone's like, oh, I'm so glad that that's over now. We don't have to talk about it anymore. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Um, we don't have to talk about it forever either. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Must talk about it enough. Yeah. And I think with student leadership, if we want student leadership to keep improving, yeah. we want new opportunities to be refined, if we want to tweak our student leadership model, all these types of things. Yeah. Just got to be honest about it. Yeah, you got to know what happened last year. There's this quote. It's kind of it's humorous, but it says, to make a mistake is human, but to just make the same mistake twice, that's stupid. Yeah, good. <laughs> because you want to be yeah. sure that yeah. you can be honest when you didn't get yeah. something right. Yeah, and sports teams do it. They sit down at the end of a game, mm-hmm. let alone a season, but a game, they sit down and they just go through in detail. Mm-hmm. If you're a professional sports team, you go through in detail. There's full staff. To, There's yeah. full staff. Their job yep. is to watch playback. They sit there and they watch tapes and then they have conversations, meetings. All that is reviewing because they know the better they review, the better it'll be um, next in, time around in the future. And I know end of the year um, can be a busy time or we just want to get to holidays. But if we can just take some moments, whatever time is necessary, and say, let's review the year as student, as student leadership in our school. How mm-hmm. did the team go? Um, being really, really honest about it, then that's what will put us in a good position for the future. Mm, absolutely. But it's, I was say this as well to, to kind of top that off is it's, it's a skill. It's not an easy thing to do to be able to be honest, to be frank, but to also do it with compassion and sensitivity. You want to make sure that you're gentle and when you're asking for feedback, particularly if it is something that didn't go particularly well, yep. but it's something that a leader absolutely can learn and do really well and will set, um, set the future up to be um, as good as it can possibly be at your school with whoever's coming into those student leadership roles in the next year. Agreed. Fantastic stuff. BLT right there. Let's move into our next segment. Three, two, one. Top three. Okay, top three. We're going to look at three things that we should be reviewing. Okay, mm-hmm. so we keep talking about let's review the year. What should we review? Yeah. Um, we've got a list here. You take us into number one. Absolutely. Case by case, there's going to be different things, but there's three things we've identified yep. that are really specifically going to be helpful. And the first thing I want to perhaps suggest is that the structure, the structures that you had in place um, throughout the year, whether that be the different things, um, the structures you had in place when you had a new idea and you wanted to take that through to fruition, what kind of structures did you have to play in place to plan them, um, to make sure you were allocating jobs, things like that. Yeah. Um, perhaps as well, you need, you could even relook at the kind of roles Absolutely. the different student leaders Sometimes our school has the same roles year after year because we've just always had them. But it's important to say, is there a role that we don't need anymore yeah. because the world's changed, the school's changed, society's changed? Mm-hmm. Um, or could it be that there is a new role that's now needed. Like I've met students um, in recent years that say they're the environmental captain of their yeah. school. That's fantastic. Yeah. 10 years ago, very few schools had put that kind of role in place. Yep. They realized that student leaders were doing lots of environmental projects. So mm. they had an environmental captain, um, for example, um, uh, cyber safety student leadership role. Yep. You know, what is it that we might be needing at our technology school? Technology is a popular yeah. one because as, as schools gain new technologies and things and you want students to be able to yep. utilize it and enjoy it, having a, a student who can be an ambassador for that, can be the point person for that. It's a great idea. In addition to roles, then we look at within the structure at, do we give the right staff support? Yeah. For all the students like knocking on the same teacher's door for help mm. um, in the area of student leadership, or did we have the right number of staff members in role, involved? Do we have too many staff members mm. involved? That communication was difficult for them. So um, absolutely got to review our structure. Good one. Can I jump in with number two? Number two, what do you okay, got? Okay, number two is the operation, which is really reviewing did things run smoothly? So that's mm-hmm. what we mean by the, the operations. So we're looking there at, um, you know, did we set 
financial goals for the team that we we're going to spend a certain amount of money or raise a certain amount of money and how did that go? Mm-hmm. Did the meetings of our team, did we have the right frequency of meetings that we needed for our team mm-hmm. and, and, how, and how did they run? Mm-hmm. Um, the record keeping for our team, how did that go? The relationships and channels of communication within a student leadership team, mm-hmm. how did they go? So all that things that makes up the nuts and bolts of student leadership yep. operations, um, reviewing that and realizing, do we need to use technology better? Yep. Do we need to use time better? Do we need to place priority on something different? That's right. Um, so the more, the more yeah. smoothly you can get those things running, right? Because often there, that's where time can be wasted. If the operation of something isn't, isn't, you know, you don't go back and say, hey, did this actually go smoothly? Smooth, I think, is the best word. You want your operations to run smoothly as possible so that when a new idea comes in, when, when some sort of initiative is taking place, there's no obstruction. You know, red tape is a, yeah. is, a, is a word that gets thrown around a little bit. You want to take as much of that away as possible so that you can get these things happening as smoothly as possible. And reviewing operations is probably one of the most effective ways to be able to do that. Yeah, definitely. So, okay, we're reviewing structure, reviewing operation. Give us the last one. Number three. Last one. It's, it's a favorite of mine. Legacy. Legacy, Ronan. What is it that you're leaving behind? When, when students in, in, in the next few years look back and say, what happened in 2019? And they look back, what are they, they going to remember? Is it going to be some epic big event you ran? Is it going to be the relationship that the student leaders built with other students? It could be anything at all, but you want it to be something. You want it to be something. So you want to look back, identify what that might have been. And maybe there's something you could do to wrap up the year to really bring that home. Yeah. And- if a legacy is real, then it will last on its own, mm. but it can help to really label it and put it up in front of people to notice. Mm. So that could mean, you know, a, a feature photo from a special student leadership gathering um, or an event throughout the year and framing that nice and big and putting it at a certain place in the school. That could be writing, you know, a poem or drawing a painting that represents the legacy yeah. um, and putting that, you know, framed or up in the school for people to see about. Mm. It, it could be, um, you know, filming a video of the great moments from the student leaders and making sure that's available online so that people can see it yeah. as time rolls on. Yeah. So trying to capture that legacy and, and review to say, how do we describe what we have achieved? Yeah, and, and maybe one other thing you could think about doing, I love a legacy that you leave something behind that you is remembered, but that's actually helpful to the next set of student leaders something that they can actually use in their time um, to help them perhaps carry on that legacy in some way. Now, that takes us to the close of uh, top three, mm. top three things to review, which means that we're drawing to a close of this episode. Mm. Uh, for anyone who's listening to this particular episode, we're going to make sure that accompanying it is a number of things. Um, an infographic that sort of describes visually um, with the words added for what we've talked about in this episode. We'll put a checklist together of things that questions that could be asked in a review process. So anyone who's listening to this and hasn't already downloaded that, um, if you can't easily see it on the platform that you're listening, then um, track us down, Student Leadership News, send us an email, editor at studentleadership.news or comment on our social media and ask for it. Um, we'll just make sure people get the, Absolutely. those tools as well. Absolutely, that'll be really helpful to This do. particular episode. Uh, we're passionate about student leadership. We know that many teachers are, but they're also busy doing a whole lot of other stuff. Um, So if we can resource them, then we're certainly hoping to be able to do that. Absolutely. So bringing this episode to a close, we're going to go to a uh, a segment that we sometimes bring out, the one minute wisdom segment, uh, where we have one minute of wisdom from a leader Mm -hmm. in their world, in Mm -hmm. their industry, in their profession, in society. And uh, tell us who this one is going to, uh, to be, Caleb. One minute of wisdom from... I'm excited about this one. We're going to hear from Erin Molan, who is a huge voice in the sports industry. You might have seen her on a variety of different television shows, maybe on 
the radio if you live in Sydney, perhaps. But she's got a whole, she's she's overcome a whole bunch of obstacles to get to where she is today. And this one minute wisdom will you give her you give you a little snapshot of the kind of um, the wisdom that she can offer as a result of her experiences and, and the way she leads in her industry. And she's currently speaking at the National Young Leaders Day tour, a number of different locations around Australia. So one minute of wisdom from one of her uh, recent talks for student leaders. And we'll use that as the conclusion to this episode of the Student Leadership News Podcast. Thanks, Caleb. Thanks, Ronan. Over to Erin Mullen. One Minute Wisdom, direct from the National Young Leaders Day. Instilling you guys just a few things based on my story. It's don't ever give up. If someone tells you you're not good enough, don't ever give up. It took me six years to get my first shot at Channel 9 and then it took me another nine years to get to exactly where I wanted to be. And I was told 88 times that I was not good enough, that I couldn't do it. And it's not just about a job or a career, it's about a sporting team, whatever you wanna do. 88 times I was told I wasn't good enough. I'm not the most talented, I'm not the best looking, I don't have the best voice, I'm not the best storyteller, I'm not the best host, but I work harder than anyone else. Every room I go into, I always want to be the hardest working person in that room. I wish I didn't have to. I wish I had more talent. It'd be far easier of a life for me. But I will always be the hardest working person in the room and so can you. Thanks for listening to the Student Leadership News Podcast. Interact with us on social media and follow the news online at studentleadership.news. Listener.